Hello, everyone, and welcome to That's a Dumb Rule Podcast. I'm Ben. And I'm Greg. Greg, today we're talking about the bat rule in baseball. Basically, what's allowed, what is a bat, what's not a bat. I'm sure there's a lot of territory we can cover, but I want to turn this over to you and ask where in the rule book is bats or or are bats defined? In the rule book, section 3.02, subsection A states, the bat shall be a smooth, round stick, not more than 2.61 inches in diameter at the thickest part, and not more than 42 inches in length. The bat shall be one piece of solid wood. Wow, that was a lot more accurate than I thought. <laughs> yep. That 2.61 inches. Exactly. Yep. Exactly 2.61. Yep. That is well, not um, more than 2.61. Okay, got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Louisville Slugger, mind your P's and Q's. Yeah. Um, wow, that's one of the most direct rules we've ever Very had. Very direct, yep. But let's. do you mind if we kind of jump ahead? Because I'm more curious to know about the history Yeah. before we jump into kind of everyday descriptions. Because I think most people think of like bats breaking, why are metal bats allowed in college but not right. in prof- professionals. So let's go backward first right. and talk about the history of batting and where the bats originally came from. Okay, so if you go back to 1884... Um, there was a player named John Bud Hillerich. Uh, he took a break from his father's woodworking shop in Louisville to slip away to catch a Louisville Eclipse game. When the team's slumping star, Pete Browning, broke his bat, the young Hillerich offered to make him a new one. Bud made a new bat to Browning's specifications, and the next game, the star of the Louisville Eclipse broke out of his slump shining brightly once again and the louisville slugger was born so that was 1884 whoa so by 1923 the louisville slugger was the country's top manufacturer of baseball bats which i thought was interesting that it took that long i mean basically 50 years almost 50 years for uh for that or 40 years i guess for that um to become the country's top manufacturer of baseball bats that is a weird timeline to exist when you're talking about a game that it's America's pastime. It's the right. most popular game um, to take that long to get to the top. But I guess yep. there was a lot of competition for bats. A lot of competition for bats. The game was up and coming, becoming more and more popular. Um, but this is the funny thing about this is by the 1860s, now this was way back, right? Yeah. There were almost as many baseball bats as there were baseballs. <laughs> Uh, early, pi- believe it or not, early pitchers they made their own balls. Whoa! Yeah, early batters were known to sometimes whittle bats to suit their hitting style. As you might imagine, the results were quite diverse. There were flat bats, round bats, short bats, and fat bats. <laughs> Sounds like a Dr. Seuss. Book it really does. Yeah, yeah. So it it was like you could pretty much use anything you wanted to back then. Um, and the, th- the general thinking was the bigger the bat, the more mass behind the swing, which generally, I guess, is true. But if you get something that's so heavy, you can't swing you, it. You can't swing it. So um, there was no formal rules in place to limit the size and weight of the bat. It wasn't unusual to see bats that were 42 inches long to, compared to today's professional standards of 32 to 34 inches. And they used to weigh around 50 ounces compared compared to today's 30 so almost twice as heavy as today's bats my lord and wooden bats are mm-hmm. they got some weight to them they got when some you weight pick them up yeah. yeah so unreal yep they used 
any kind of wood they could get their hands on ash maple willow pine um Oof, spruce pine cherry doing well. <laughs> chestnut and sycamore basically they say in in the book here it says basically if it could be chopped down it could be a bat yep, which and is true wonder boy becomes a movie and we all get it <laughs> we all just want to run outside and throw right. catch and play a little catch so after a couple decades of natural selection round ash bats had become the preferred choice now, I thought that was a little interesting because why wouldn't you want a flat bat? If you can get away with it, wouldn't that be like way easier? Oh, yeah. Look, I'm thinking cricket bat. Yeah, like exactly. If you, met, if you right. had a paddle, basically, right, and you were able to just swing that, or a pickleball, like a giant right. pickleball paddle, right. that'd be great. I don't know. Yeah. But anyway, that seemed to be the, the bat of choice uh, in the 1870s. So, And then fast forward 100 and so years, uh, Barry Bonds picked up a maple bat and started breaking mm. records. Other batters soon followed, of course. Um, despite the fact that a test conducted by the Baseball Research Center in 2005 concluded that maple has no advantage in getting <laughs> a longer hit over an ash bat. So, Interesting. Um, anyway, so by 1870, bat regulations were finally in place to limit the length of the bat to 42 inches and the max diameter <clears throat> to 2.5 inches. Now it's 2.61 and that's pretty much the standard we have today. That's so interesting. And I, I just popped into my head. I have swung a cricket bat, and it can be a little wieldy. Oh, really? Because the you got that flat surface area, so right. sometimes it could get hard to get around. Oh, right. And so if you ever watch cricket, they swing mm, it low, right. lower, because yeah. it's easier to swing that way. But if you're standing there with a cricket bat above your shoulder oh, and you need to make a high swing, I think hard. that'd be tricky That's hard to land it flat or not chop it. But, yeah, that's so... <laughs> amazing that it took them that long to figure out the bat (laughs) i just imagine all these farmers in like the 1860s coming out of the woodwork no pun intended but just anything they had just pulling anything they had to have a bat and then of course this has got to be tied at the hip with the rules and history of the ball right of what does the ball look like the speed the balls were traveling at Mm -hmm. at any given time pitchers were getting quicker you needed a bat that could get around your shoulder quicker yeah there's a lot going into this, but it is fascinating that it is so exact what their limits are. It's so rare to see that in sports nowadays. Yeah, yeah, it's it's very exact. And, it, and to it, hold up. And to hold up, right. I mean, you would think over time they would make the bats bigger, smaller, based on the pitchers, based on the ball, who knows what. But no, it's all pretty much the same as it's been for the last 150 years. Yeah, so. and to my knowledge, and correct me if I'm wrong, the only time bats rules have really changed with bats since then is when people started hollowing them out right and those were of course natural right putting cork inside (laughs) of your bat yeah cork in the ball and other things like that but yeah bats for the most part have stayed really consistent it's Mm -hmm. it's surprising it's something to be noted in sports history that i mean we've changed three-point lines basket heights base pad distance we've changed field dimensions and still haven't fixed it yeah but (laughs) out of all of this the baseball bat's the same. Yep, baseball bat's the same, and to, to some extent, the ball has generally been the same for a long time, although wow. that actually does change. We'll do another podcast yeah. on that, but that does change from, not from year to year, but it does change over time. So. Wow. But yeah, the baseball bat, it's been kind of the same way ever since, and if you can chop it down, you can use it. So, <laughs> I mean, obviously, any, any, bat, any baseball player today is going to want to have the lightest bat with the most bang, I guess. Yes, right? yeah. So, um, you don't want to walk up there with some really, really light bat. You're not going to hit the ball far, but of you course. don't want to have something so heavy. So, yeah. Oh, it's anyway. ritual. Yeah. Your ritual of your bat, and then you break it over your knee when it doesn't work. <laughs> right, exactly. Well, awesome. 
what do you think of the rule just in general? I know we're kind of leaning into this. I think we're probably going to agree, but what do you think of the rules of the bat? I think it's good to have guidelines around it. I don't know if they need to be that specific because, I mean, I don't want somebody going up there with a, I don't know, like a 60-ounce bat or something like mm-hmm. that. But at the same time, it's like, you know what? If you can get away with it, I mean, not get away with it, but if you can <laughs> if you can swing a, a really heavy bat... Um, I don't know why you would want to try, but maybe you can, and you yeah. can make it. I, I don't know if it's such a bad thing. Um, yeah. I, so, I don't know. I'm not going to lie. I really, and this might sound really traditionalist to me, I try to not do that all the time with sports, especially because they change so quickly. Right. But I'm really glad there's no metal bats in baseball. Oh, I know. I know. Aren't you? Yes. Like, I love that it's wooden. There's something like very organic to the game, and not with it just being, you know, we're using a piece of wood, but just... There's a certain level of difficulty with a wooden bat and skill with a wooden bat oh, and yeah. also reward with a wooden bat right. um, that I just love. And to this day, whenever I've played baseball, I prefer a wooden bat wooden over a bat. metal bat just because there's just something about it. There's, mm-hmm. I don't know. There's just an energy that you get. There's a crack that's different. There's a crack, yep, and I um, love that. I love that. So I, I really am glad that I think this is a good rule. I like that it's very specific. I like they know what the max is Mm -hmm. and then players do customize their bats i have i don't know if you've gotten this chance i should have asked you this before we started but have you been to the louisville slugger factory not so i have and it's really cool it's it's a lot more industrialized than you'd think but when a custom order comes in they do hand make some of them and so i do like that kind of attitude of you know this is the max that we want but there are players, you know, Jose Altuve is probably yeah. not going to be swinging the same bat as Aaron Judge, right? right. It's not like when you're in Little League yes. and you guys all use the same, same three bats. Yeah. <laughs> so I like that there is some customization yeah. to it. And I like that, you know, bats are changing. We're seeing more color in there, too. Painting's mm-hmm. been going great. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it just shows a lot of character. So it is it is cool to see that it's still remaining fairly the same and seems to be on the same track going into the future. Yeah, I think so, too. Awesome. Well, any parting thoughts before we head out? No, I think that's it. Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. If you want to get in contact with the show or listen to past podcasts, visit our website at that'sadumrule.com. Otherwise, tune in next time for another Dumb Rule. Dumb Rule.